Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of Blatant Homers and Podcast, part of Crimson and Cream Machine on the SB Nation network of podcasts. Uh, it's time for another edition of Picks Trying Not to Suck, week 11. We've also just received the uh, first batch of college football playoff rankings. I've got the skinny on to uh, chop it up a little bit. So let's go ahead and welcome him on. Skinny, how you doing, man? Oh, all right. Just uh, watching, uh, maybe in the minority here, but watching uh, OU and uh, UTSA. Ooh, yeah, the Roadrunners, man. Uh, Lon Kruger, you know, obviously no love lost with his uh, former assistant Steve Henson. <laughs> They're really putting it mm-hmm. on him, huh? Well, it was the first half was close. Actually, I think UTSA is supposed to be decent. Like maybe second preseason, like number two in the uh, what are they in Conference USA or something now? Are they? I couldn't. So, I, th- I I can't. I. Man, I last I remember they were like in the Southland or something. I don't know. It, it changes so much. I can, who can keep up? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, uh, first edition of the uh, college football playoff rankings are out. Um, you know, I didn't pay a lot of attention outside of it. Looks like uh, Oklahoma came checked in at nine, I believe, uh, right ahead of Florida. You know, they've got a few teams that have them, like Utah, Oregon. Um, you know, uh, George is up there and then a lot of the undefeated teams. Um, uh, you know, I, I guess, uh, if you're talking about surprises, Clemson was left out of the top four. Um, I'm kind of surprised that Alabama, I, I, I realize that it, at this point, it, you know, it's kind of like the default that the people think that Alabama is just going to always get the benefit of the doubt. But I was kind of surprised that, uh, they were in there at number three because they really haven't played, um, you know, I mean, they, they've beaten everyone soundly, obviously, but it's hasn't been a particularly glamorous uh, schedule for the Tide up to this point. Anyway, uh, I guess what are your thoughts on uh, where OU's comes in? Yeah, about, about what I expected. I mean, I guess it's pretty clear, like, you know, a, a few things. I mean, OU's going to have four decent chances to kind of build on that resume. Um, surprised, actually, to see OSU be ranked, by the way. Uh-huh. Um but, uh, and then, I mean, it's going to come down. I, I wouldn't, I'm not worried about Utah. It's going to come down to Oregon. They're going to, that's who, I mean, all those teams in front of them are going to work themselves out. It's, it's, a, it, you know, I think if it comes down to a Pac 12, one loss Oregon with the loss to Auburn and a Pac, and the Big 12, one loss OU with the loss to K State, uh, the edge is probably going to Oregon. And there may be some political, uh, you know, factor there as much as they wouldn't admit it that, um, you know, the Pac-12 hasn't had a team in a while. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I One of the things that I really hate about the college football playoff is that it has framed pretty much all of college football around the playoff. So, I, you know, I'm always kind of loath to, uh, you know, give it a lot of publicity at this time of year. Um, nor am I that concerned about you. I mean, like... I don't know. I look at it and, uh, you know, I guess one question is, I mean, what is what would be the point? I mean, I'm not sure if Oklahoma is necessarily, um, you know, going to be able to compete with a team like Alabama at this point anyway. So it's kind of, uh, I mean, you want you want to see them in the playoff, obviously, but you know, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of it, it feels like it feels somewhat inevitable to me where where that would head, you know. It is kind of a weird argument when you're like, well, at some point, like down the line, does OU start to lose the get, getting the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. If you're always getting in and then never advancing or and and really not being that competitive, um, 
But I kind of think this year they would, because to me, outside of Ohio State, I, I don't really think any of, the, any of these teams have looked that impressive. Yeah, no, and uh, that's probably a fair point. I look at, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, coming up, for example, I mean, you know, you look at uh, how LSU handled Texas, and I mean, you know, Texas played them tight, but uh, I mean, I, I did think that, uh, you know, they look pretty similar to OU. So, I mean, that's a fair point. Um, but I also think, too, though, looking at it, you know, you kind of touched on it. OU's got, you know, essentially four four opportunities ahead of it for pretty quality wins. I mean, Iowa State, TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh, I mean, win those four, and that strengthens their resume quite a bit. I don't look at, you know, you look at teams like Oregon, Utah. They don't really have many of those games left. Plus, they'll, you know, there'll be the uh, conference championship games for all of them. And also, uh, you know, I kind of feel the same way, though, about like Alabama. I mean, and to a certain extent, even though we've seen how much respect they're getting right now from the committee, uh, you know, the, uh, LSU has a far better kind of body of work overall than Alabama does. They won't have many chances after this to uh, rack up a lot of good wins, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I think it'll all work itself out. It's, it's kind of uh, amazing, though, that given you know OU lost what nine days ago mm-hmm. to the the spot they're in now uh you know I, I'd say as an OU fan it's it's a, you're in a pretty good spot yeah <laughs> I'm with you all right well let's go ahead and get into uh, this week's picks but we'll look back uh last week uh skinny you went one and four yeah uh, it was inevitable yeah KU plus six uh nope they got destroyed uh, we were both on Washington plus three and a half. Uh, that didn't pan out. Uh, Florida plus six and a half. That's a no. Um, Maryland plus 21 and a half. Again, that's a no. Hawaii, or probably not Hawaii. Houston plus 23. That did come in. So you're one and four. That takes you to 28 um, and 22 on the season. 56%. So you're still okay. Um Let's see here. I had Virginia Tech. I was three and two. Virginia Tech plus uh, 17 and a half. We mentioned Washington. Air Force minus 14 and a half. That was a loser. Ole Miss plus 18 and a half. That came in. Uh, Memphis minus five and a half. That was a winner also. So by the skin of my teeth. So yeah, three and two. And I'm at 27 and 23. So I'm a game behind you going into uh, week 11. All right, so let's go ahead. Uh, what's your first? What's going to be your first pick this week? All right, I'm looking at Penn State uh, coming off their their number four ranking there, uh, going into uh, Minneapolis to play the Golden Gophers. Um, you know, I know Minnesota's. It's a nice story them being eight zero and all, but uh, I really don't think they're very proven. Uh, you know, Penn State um, been been fairly impressed. I haven't seen a ton of them, but, but decently impressed with what I've seen. I, I think some of the shine comes off Minnesota here, so I'll take Penn State at less than ha- less than a touchdown uh, favorite going on the road. All right, yeah, I looked at I looked at that one hard. I really couldn't find a, a good angle on that one. So, uh, you know, it, it would uh, I don't know. You know, it, it Minnesota's an interesting story because they really didn't impress me when I watched them early in the year. But it feels like they've almost gotten better. Uh, you know, like now they're actually a decent team <laughs> at this point in the year. So, um, I am going to start off first up. Uh, I'm looking at our hometown of Tulsa. Central Florida's coming yeah. in minus sixteen and a half. 
I'm going to take the uh, Golden Knights here to uh, knock off the Golden Hurricanes. There's a lot of a lot of golden going on here. Um, I, but you know, Tulsa at this point now they can't they can't make a bowl. Uh, they've played hard this year, but it, they finally started to show a lot of cracks last week against Tulane. I just see uh, Central Florida's. You know, they're they're kind of starting to crank up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take them. I'll lay the lumber here. Uh, minus sixteen and a half. I think they blow Tulsa out, and uh, the Golden Hurricane kind of uh, wheeze to the finish line. Yeah, the, those SMU and Memphis losses are just brutal. Yeah, yeah. I think that that kind of broke their spirits. So, all right. What's next for you? Uh, all right. I'm looking at Vanderbilt going into the swamp. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Vandy's not a great team. I, I just think you're looking at a Florida team that's had a couple tough mashups uh, in the prior weeks, you know, not to mention last week in the uh, up in Jacksonville. Uh, 26 points for Florida is a lot. Um, so I'm going to take Vandy getting the 26 points going into, into uh, the swamp. Yeah, I was this close to making that one of mine, but I eventually passed. But I, I'm with you there. And Florida, you know, I mean, that's an emotional letdown kind of coming off last week's game. Uh, they're going to win that, but that is a whole lot of points. So, yeah, I'd be I'd be with you on that. Um, for me, my next pick, I am going to uh, stick with you here in the SEC. And I am going to take uh, Tennessee. This line has been all over the place. I'm going to say right now it's a pick 'em, so I'll go with that. Tennessee pick 'em. Uh, they're playing at Kentucky. Kentucky, though, I mean, they're just a mess with all the injuries and everything at this point. And Tennessee's starting to play pretty well. You know, I don't know exactly what Kentucky's going to be doing at quarterback, but, uh, you know, Pruitt, for as much of a Neanderthal as he comes off as, is a pretty good defensive coach. I think he'll have something, uh, you know, kind of a, a good game plan to take advantage of all the deficiencies on that side of the ball for the Wildcats. I'll take uh Tennessee straight up here going into Lexington, coming out with a win. Oh man. Well, and, and Kentucky may lose their coach. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If, if his brother doesn't take it from, I mean, can you believe that the uh, wacky FM radio guys report that Bob Stoops was uh, in Tallahassee interviewing for the uh, Florida state job? Didn't, didn't pan out. No, shocking, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the idea, oh, yeah, he's here for an interview. Like, give me a break. Uh, all right. So next up for you. All right. I'm, and this one scares me a little bit, but I'm looking at Kansas State going into Austin to play Texas. Kansas State is getting seven points. To me, this line just screams <laughs> that yeah. they want you to take Kansas state. Yeah, I know. Um, but, and I'm going to, um, because sometimes I just think, uh, you know, even though the line may say one thing, I, I, I just, my, I guess my eyes for whatever that's worth. <laughs> tell me <laughs> that, uh, Kansas state, uh, seven points there with what Texas has done lately. Um, I'll take Kansas state to, to getting a touchdown so yeah i'm going k-state yeah you know kansas state last i mean they're smoking right now i mean the way they're playing i mean i realize it's just kansas but i mean they drummed them last week um you know the thing that worried me here and i was i 
I've kind of had the same, went through the same thought process as you. The thing that, that eventually scared me off was just worrying about Texas having that off week last week. And now they're starting to get a little bit healthier on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, this feels like a spot where maybe they kind of make a stand and, uh, you know, pull out a win. But, uh, you know, to me, it's a, it's a no play. Um, I'll also go with another big 12 game. And this is one that, uh, you know, I, it pains. Well, I wouldn't say pains me to do this, but I'm going to go with TCU plus two, uh, versus Baylor. They're hosting the, hosting the bears. Uh, there, there's really not a lot of good reasons to pick TCU here. I mean, given how banged up they are at quarterback, but clearly Gary Patterson, there are some teams that he just takes, he kind of relishes beating one of them being Texas. He's got that uh, already, you know, the other one being Baylor. Uh, I don't think the bears have won against uh, TCU since like 2014. Uh, you know, you could argue, I guess, well, then, then this is the year that they get revenge, but you know, they've also got Oklahoma coming up. I think at this point for Baylor, that looks like a uh, bigger, bigger game for them. And, you know, also, you know, I mean, Rule, he doesn't have the same kind of animosity for uh, Gary Patterson that, you know, Art Bryles clearly did. I'm I'm going to stick with TCU here. I think they find a way. Uh, Baylor also just isn't playing all that well. You look, uh, you know, or didn't play all that well last week against West Virginia. I'm going to say that uh, TCU figures out a way to force a few more turnovers and, uh, you know, get a lucky score somewhere, maybe something on special teams, pull off the upset over the Bears. Yeah, I looked at this one hard because I was thinking about the exact same thing. And then to me, I thought, well, I, I, you know, I don't know if I'm kind of overreacting a little bit to how Baylor played last week, but uh, I don't know. As an OU fan, I hope Baylor wins. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you there. All right. What's next? Um, okay. I'm looking at Iowa going into Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin is favored by nine and a half. I kind of think we saw, uh, well, I shouldn't say the wheels, the wheels certainly didn't come off Wisconsin, but I think we maybe saw a little bit more of the true Wisconsin. I, or I think we maybe had an inflated opinion of Wisconsin, maybe after that Michigan game. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they're, they're a good team. Um, but just with the style of play of these two these two teams, and um, you know Iowa's kind of ability to to keep it low scoring and hang around nine and a half points seems like a lot. So I'll go with Iowa getting the nine and a half. Yeah, my my only question here is how's Iowa going to score? Like well, I mean, they won't they won't need to. Well, <laughs> it's quite, I guess you might have a point there. Uh, yeah. So were you tempted with uh, Northwestern this week? No, no, I'm just I'm sticking away from any of. <laughs> yeah, there's just certain games or even leagues that I think I'm just writing. I mean, like the Pac-12, I'm just I think I'm pretty much writing it off. Like I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with another upset in the SEC. I guess. I, well, pardon me. This is my first upset in the SEC in an SEC game. I've got Western Kentucky plus one and a half. I think they knock off Arkansas. I was on Arkansas. Um, in my you know not as one of my official picks, but uh, in in my own recreational uh, indulgences last week, and I, I figured you know they would need to get a shot to uh, finally get an SEC win under Chad Morris, and I mean Mississippi State smoked them. 
you know, that's just such a bad performance against a team like that, that I, this pretty clearly, I mean, Morris is either in over his head or they have given up on him or something. I, I think was uh, Western Kentucky comes out and uh, gets the, uh, gets the straight up win in Fayetteville this week. Ooh, yeah. This is one when you definitely could say the wheels are coming off um, and they could just be right to, to kind of roll ripe to roll over. Yeah. And like you think about it, I mean, you know, with Willie Taggart getting the ax this week, I mean, if you're Chad Morris, you can't feel too confident that you'll survive, uh, you know, even the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't know. Arkansas, yeah, they just do weird stuff at Arkansas with coaches, too. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I could see it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what's your last pick? All right, I felt like I should go with the, you know, the, the game of the week. I'm looking at LSU going to Alabama. Alabama getting six and a half. Realize that's a, a pretty big number in this game, but but Alabama is at home. And this just kind of gets back to me not still not feeling that great about LSU, uh, generally speaking, and, and this not maybe not being the best matchup for them in some ways. And then also just uh, kind of the coaching mismatch, so to speak. I mean, Saban is a master in these games. So I actually think I, th- I, I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama won by a couple touchdowns. Wow. I'm actually with you here too, though. I, I, I had a pick in on this one. I mean, you're right. It wouldn't be right not to, uh, not to do something with this one. I'm on Bama to cover also. I'm one to lay it. The thing about this is it just, at the end of the day, LSU isn't particularly good against the throw game and Alabama throws the ball really well. I mean, you know, I realize there's the issues with Tua, but Tua, right. uh, I mean, you know, just though the compliment of receivers they're throwing out there, I mean, now LSU is dealing with the loss of a starting linebacker, uh, you know, for, you know, this week with Divinity leaving the team. Uh, to me, especially with this being in Tuscaloosa, I like I like the tide here also. I'm going to take them. I'll go ahead and lay the six and a half. Um, can you imagine being like an Alabama fan, though, and finding out this week that Trump's going to be at that game? Like, you're going to have to get there like three hours ahead of time. Oh, I know. What a, as if it wasn't going to be kind of a zoo enough, right? Yeah. Getting in and out of, ugh. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what. Does this just feel like one of those? I don't know. I, LSU just, for whatever reason, I, I just – they feel like a kind of team that should be more like, you know, uh, like in the like eight to 10 range to me, as opposed to kind of that elite, like top four five, six teams. Uh, see, I mean, I wouldn't go there, but I do think the defense for LSU is a bigger problem than people realize. Like, you know, you shouldn't be giving up. You shouldn't let teams like Florida move the ball that easily against you. It just to me that that kind of sticks out. I, I, I think that. I think you know this is looking like it's going to get into uh, shootout territory, given how well uh, LSU's throwing the ball themselves. But uh, at the end of the day, I just I think Alabama's going to kind of feast on feast on them the way it's going this year. Yeah, a bit. bit what I mean, talk about a total change of scenario from what, that championship game a couple of years ago. That was right. what was the <laughs> three to three for yeah, most of or six to three. What? Yeah. 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 yeah, now I guess what we're looking at, I think the total on this is like up in the high 60s, isn't it? Something like that? I mean, good God. Yeah, that, could I, be, that could be rough. Or probably, well, I mean, yeah, that will just be a, a total 
change of uh you're right just kind of a total shift in tone from what we're used to from these two yeah yeah all right let's talk sooners real quickly here uh iowa state coming to town oklahoma uh giving 13 and a half to the visiting cyclones this is a team iowa state that uh you know last time we saw them they were losing oklahoma state uh, Brock Purdy made made some uh, kind of key mistakes in that game through through uh, some really kind of bad interceptions, but I don't know. I mean, having seen what we saw out of Oklahoma the last time out, you you got to worry that you know teams are going to be able to take advantage of OU uh, in the run game and hit those edges the way that Kansas State was. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and it's. You know, that's a little worrisome. You know, I, I think the week off, I, I think they will, um, you know, kind of correct some of those things. Um, you know, I'm curious to see how the offensive line plays um, in particular. Uh, you know, looking at that spread, I think it's about right. But, you know, if, if, you, if I had, it was going to pick it, I would take OU. Um, simply because I think they, uh, they know they need the style points, and I, and I think they're going to come out hungry yeah see i'd be on i don't know i've gone back and forth i think you got a good point there it's not just looking back at the last couple of years though it seems like matt campbell has a pretty good idea of how to kind of keep ou in check and and keep his team within striking distance um i think oklahoma is going to win this game but I, you know i wrote a piece actually for crimson and cream machine today about uh, Charlie Kohler, uh, Iowa State's tight end, who is going to cause OU, I think, a lot of matchup issues. Um, so, you know, stuff like that is definitely worrisome. Um, but I'm going to, I think if I had to take, if I had to, if I had to make a play on this, I'd go ahead and take the 13 and a half. But uh, I do think Oklahoma pulls out a win. Yeah. To me, it's all about how they run the ball. Because if that allowed them to possess the ball, like if they if they go over 150 rushing, mm-hmm. well, I mean, okay, or let's say 200, including yeah. Hertz, let's say, yeah. I think they win pretty easy. That's a good point, and you wonder too. You know, everybody talks about the defense, uh, you know, getting benefiting from that bye week, but you wonder also if Lincoln Riley might have taken an opportunity to do some self scouting and kind of reset how they're going to approach uh, approach teams offensively because. You know, you. I think uh, you can make a you can make a good case that uh, they didn't really have time to run the ball in the second half of that game against Kansas State. But you know, part of the issue is that uh, they were throwing so much early in the game, even while they had you know before while well, the game was still you know before halftime, uh, when they could have afforded to run the ball. So uh, that's that's the part that I'm going to be uh, interested in seeing if they've figured out anything in terms of just kind of resetting or reconstituting how they're going to attack teams offensively. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. They, they need more weapons than just Jalen hurts and uh, CD. Yeah. And, and I think they're there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. All right. Well, let's uh, recap real quick. Uh, I've got uh, central Florida, my 16 and a half Tennessee pick them TCU plus two Western Kentucky plus one and a half. Uh, then we've both got Alabama laying the six and a half. You're also going to lay it with Penn state, six and a half, take the points with Vandy plus 26. You're taking the points with Kansas state plus seven. And you've got Iowa covering or uh, getting the nine and a half. Uh, so I guess we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. So, uh, best of luck this week, Skin. All right. Same to you.
All right. Thanks a lot to the Scanny for joining us. Uh, thanks to you all for joining us, too. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, wherever it is you get your podcasts. For the Blaine Homers and Podcast, I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.